I can't even tell you why I keep watching this thing every year. Welcome, my fellow wannabes, to my channel. I am Gabriel Fast, and I am the wannabe critic. Today, I'm bringing you a little bit different video. I'm bringing you a recap of what we saw tonight at the Game Awards. And um, I gotta say, this one has me kind of a little mixed up in a lot of ways. Um, because the presentation itself was really nice, but there was just things that I just didn't even care about. And I was I felt like there was so much, you know, hype around this thing, and I didn't even really get anything out of it that I was really that excited about. So there's a lot to unpack. Let's just get right to it. So it, the thing that I liked about it, first off, if you were watching live, the pre-show was, you know, a really good idea because it gave him a chance to kind of get some of those smaller awards out there, you know, and get them taken care of pretty much from the very beginning, which I thought was really, really smart on uh, the showrunner's uh, part, especially trying to move the show along as quickly as possible. There's a lot of awards to give out. They have a lot of game, game announcements. There's a lot of guests. There's lots of things going on, and this just felt like a really good way to kind of keep that moving. It was nice to see early on in the show Smash Bros winning Best Fighting Game. Smash Bros was also nominated for Game of the Year, which I thought for sure would be winning this year. You talk about a game that is so unifying, like everybody plays that game if you are a gamer. Like if you own a Nintendo Switch and you don't own Smash, then what are you even doing with your life? They had a couple of really good announcements. I think um, as far as I think Death Stranding, Death Stranding ended up winning best art direction early on or best something early on. I didn't write it down because I'm a dumb dumb. But there was a couple of other, you know, big names like Destiny 2 got some recognition. The, the new Marvel Ultimate Alliance game got some recognition. And, you know, they took care of some of those awards. A new No More Heroes game, which I'm not super duper incredibly familiar with, but I know it's a super popular franchise. Um, that got some love in the very beginning as well. So they started off with relatively with a, a good start. You know, it seemed like they were really doing things what you know the best they started the show better than i think they have in the past years so that was good at least and then whenever the actual show started because all of that that i just described was in the pre-show we had churches step in which is a band um that has a, a feature on the game death stranding and they played with the game awards orchestra and it was absolutely beautiful. They were all decked out in uh, kind of garb, uh, kind of themed after the game and, and events that happened in the game. And uh, it was just a really cool thing to see. I thought that was really, really, you know, smart. And it was a really good tone setter. I thought it did a really good job of executing exactly what it was supposed to be executing, which was getting me hyped for what was to come later on in the evening. There was something that was brought out tonight that I thought was really, really impactful and uh, really spoke to me. Um, Jonathan Nolan, which I believe is Christopher Nolan's brother, he is a writer, I think, slash producer on Westworld, and um, he's worked on a variety of other uh, projects as well. And um, in his monologue, whenever he was presenting... Uh, best narrative for this evening he said that you know games have come a long way and, and anytime somebody asks him what the best story that he heard was from that year he usually doesn't say anything about a movie or doesn't say anything about a television show it's usually coming from a video game and this is the point that I've been trying to get across to people for the past five or six years now people don't realize that the gaming industry is bigger than the music film 
and television industry all combined. I mean, it has been for a long time. And, uh, you know, it's it's becoming more and more of a thing that people are doing. And in the next 10 years, I would venture to say that everybody is going to be doing some sort of gaming, whether it be on your phone, your computer, if you have a console, I think it's just going to become more and more of an interactive part of our entertainment and culture. But it was nice to hear him say that he kind of, you know, pulls a lot of their source material, a lot of the the things that they put in their narratives, a lot of the things that they do, they've taken from other video games and they're inspired from video games. It was just kind of cool to see someone who's involved on such, you know, so many projects that are, that so many people have in front of them at all times. It's like, yeah, there's a really good chance that a character or a story beat or a component of the story was inspired by a video game, which is really, really cool. There's this game out called Disco Elysium. I don't know anything about it. If you do, let me know in the comment section below. But this won all kinds of awards this evening, and apparently it's coming to consoles later on in 2020. Um, it's only available on Mac and Linux um, as of right now. But this game won, won all kinds of awards, and that was really, really cool to see an indie game win Best Narrative, so that must mean it's quite good. But uh, the way it looks, the top-down, you know, kind of narrative action type thing, uh, it looks really cool. I don't know anything about it, which is which is a first. Then we had probably the biggest and coolest announcement of the night, which was the announcement of the Xbox Series X. Now, I am a PlayStation fanboy all the way, like diehard PlayStation and Nintendo, and Xbox has just kind of always been in the background. This console looks and feels so much different. Phil Spencer came out to kind of um, pr promote the... Uh, the box and it really looks like a PC. I wonder if they're trying to say that this thing has every, you know, p potential to be PC-esque with its graphics and things like that. They showed off uh, a new Hellblade game, um, which I don't know a ton about, but um, the graphics, I mean, they were qu quite grotesquely realistic and uh, it, it would be interesting to see what that game engine can actually do, like the literal game engine itself. Um, what 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 kind of things are we going to see coming out of the future? That's something I'm really, really excited to see. And I probably will be picking one up, even though I swore up and down that I wasn't going to. But I think Xbox might be onto something here. I took the categories that stuck out the most to me and that I wanted to talk about and, you know, the ones that I thought were worth mentioning. That way I could talk about them and, you know, I tried to play, I tried to talk, you know, pick the ones, the winners and things from games that I played myself or maybe, you know, see kind of, uh, you know, the correlation between who was picked for whatever category it was versus the games that I played. And it was nice to see that the best strategy game, which there were some, you know, pretty heavy hitters there in the lineup, but uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses won tonight, which was a really, really cool thing to see because I played around 30 or 40 hours of that game so far. It's absolutely brilliant. Really, really fun. It's like three or four games mashed into one, and it just makes it really, really hard to put the game down. So it's no surprise to me that this took home best strategy game. Control got best art direction. This one isn't that surprising to me um, as far as, you know, winning this because it is such a different style of game. And, uh, you know, I've played some of Remedy's games in the past and they, they do have a kind of reputation for having a very visual and vivid way of telling you a story based on what you're seeing. So that definitely makes sense for them to take home that award this evening. Then we have kind of this announcement, this crossover between Fortnite and Star Wars. Um, the guy, I can't remember his name, Colonel Mustard. <laughs> That's not his name, but uh, he 
he got up there and he was kind of, I don't know, he kind of was fumbling around in his words, similar to what I'm doing right now with this review. <laughs> but um, basically, he was talking about how there's going to be a very exclusive clip within Fortnite at the movie theater inside the game that's going to be taking place, I think, this Saturday or next Saturday. No, yeah, this Saturday. So if you go to the movie theater in Fortnite, you're going to be able to, at, this, at a particular time, you're going to be able to see a clip. Personally, I think this is just a huge gimmick. This is what he did last year, or this is what Epic did last year with the Marshmallow concert. And, you know, for people who play the game, that's cool. I just think it's a giant gimmick, and it's just, you know, they're adding more characters in the game that are character skins, rather, that, that are Star Wars themed that you can pay for. And I just, that's not my cup of tea. I, I have nothing... I don't. I have nothing bad or good to say about it. I just think it's kind of gimmicky. So if you're into that, make sure you look up the information because you might be able to see some exclusive Star Wars action inside the movie theater, and you'll probably be spoiled real hard on something. So no thanks. There was a game that got nominated tonight for Games for Impact, or it won for uh, the category of Games for Impact, and it's a game that Emma and I have both really wanted to dive into, but just haven't really had the time. I really want to play it where I can just sit down and just beat it in one one playthrough, because there's some games that you can just do that. It's only about three or four hours. You know, you sit down for one session, and then it's done, and then you think about it for a long time. Uh, there's a game that came out called Abzu that kind of did that for me, and um Gris won tonight, or Grease, I guess is how it's pronounced. Fun fact for you, I uh, actually interviewed a um, game developer on my podcast who has a game called CrossCode coming out, or it's out already on PC, but um, I interviewed him because the game's coming to console and he's kind of telling me the story and the, the hardship that he went through to, to uh, basically make that game happen, and uh, one of the people he had recommended to me to try and interview was in fact the um director and creator of Greece. So I reached out to the director and creator and I said, "Hey, um I have this show. I would love to interview on it." And all he said was, "My English is really bad." So it was really cool to see him accept that award tonight and I was like, "Oh, hey. I talked to that guy one time." So, I don't know, it was just kind of a cool moment for me. So I I definitely want to make sure I play through Greece cuz um, everyone talks about how, you know, it has a huge emotional impact once you get through it and it means different things to different people. So I really can't wait to take my, my time and really get the full meaning out of that game. So this is the one that kind of stumped me. So I personally think that everything that Smash was nominated for tonight probably should have won, especially in the best family game category. I mean, you could argue the fact that there's such a serious demographic of people who play Super Smash Brothers professionally. Um, and, you know, so I guess you could take the family aspect out of it. But I mean, in what league or realm is Luigi's Mansion a better family game than Smash Brothers? That just made zero sense to me. So I don't know. It's like it's like they didn't want to give Smash any any more than they had to they didn't even give any announcements tonight for smash like no fighter pass information no updates no nothing and this is the perfect platform to do that unless we're going to get a direct later on which in that case i'm fine with that whatever but i don't know i think that was something i was semi you know low-key hyped for didn't really especially since nintendo told us to, to make sure we tune in to the game awards it was like okay well what what was the the big surprise nintendo i don't understand 
best multiplayer game went to Apex Legends. This has uh, been such a breakout hit um, within the past year or so. Um, it is from the folks over at Respawn Entertainment who have also done the Titanfall games. They also had a new little game come out. You might have heard of it. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. Have you ever heard of it? No. Um, unfortunately, the time frame in which the game was released um, disqualified it from being from, from being considered for this year's Game Awards and next year's Game Awards. So that game will never get any recognition as far as critical acclaim goes. But bottom line, that studio is killing it, and it's obvious that Apex was probably the obvious choice here for best multiplayer game. Fortnite got best ongoing game, which if I'm not mistaken, I'm just too lazy to look up the facts to be honest, so if you know, let me know. But I'm pretty sure Fortnite won last year as well for best ongoing game, which, you know, whatever, Fortnite's gonna Fortnite, not my thing. Then we had the most out of place, one of the most out of place performances I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm just going to preface this with saying I really don't like Green Day's music. I never have, never connected with it. Um, and I don't know, I think, I don't know. I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself on that one because I'm sure there's a lot of you out there who love Green Day. And watch, one of you is going to request that I review a Green Day album. Not going to happen. No, uh, it's just this, this performance just felt kind of out of place and, you know, it... I just I just found myself kind of bored. I love live music. You guys know I love music, but I just felt myself just not really enjoying this performance at all. Then we had the best indie game, which Disco Elysium, which I mentioned before, ended up taking that home, which gave me more incentive to really take this game seriously, especially since I think it won four or five game awards this evening. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, Reggie Fliss, um, or Fils, I guess is what it, what his name is, but, um, he was the old president of Nintendo of America. He just recently stepped down this past year and it was nice to see him back at the game awards, kind of talking about what I was talking about earlier about the game industry becoming so big, kind of doing its thing in such a big way. And uh, he was talking about he, how he was a player before he was ever, you know, a part of in charge of anything. And it was cool to see him just kind of give that little monologue and give that speech. I really I, I every time Reggie talks, you pay attention. Um, there was a couple of things, you know, we had a, a couple more game announcements and some smaller things that I don't I wrote down, but just don't really want to go into. Um, and then the last three things of the night, we had best game direction. We had one more game announcement and then we had game of the year. Best game direction, I called it earlier today, I said nothing's going to beat Death Stranding, and I was right. Um, the innovation in that game is absolutely insane, and I think the only reason it didn't win game of the year is because the gameplay aspect is not widely appealing. You have to, it's a very niche um, group of people that I think enjoy the gameplay loop. You're literally going, you're walking sometimes from point A to point B with packages and delivering packages. That's literally what the purpose of the game is. 90% of the game is you doing that. So I don't understand, you know, I, I'm sorry, I do understand why it wouldn't have, you know, received the game of the year recognition. It being nominated is a huge deal and it was nominated, but it did get best game direction. This game does things that nobody has ever even attempted. So, I mean, it takes, it takes ideas and ideals from different games and kind of does its own thing with it in such a way where it feels fresh and it feels something like nothing you've ever seen before. So yeah, I think people are going to be looking at Death Stranding and taking the, the best things about it to make better experiences for everybody going forward. We had the, one of the most bizarre and weird looking 
game announcements I've ever seen. Re- Michelle Rodriguez comes out and is talking about um, an addition to the Fast and the Furious saga. And I'm like, okay, well, surely it's not a Fast and the Furious game. It totally was. And I, I hope I'm not alone in saying this. I mean, I'm sure it's fun. It looks kind of arcade-ish to me. Um, it did not look good, like, f- visually. Like, graphically, it just it looked like it belonged on the Xbox 360. It didn't really match up with today's standards. So I'm interested to see how that one goes over. And then she brings Vin Diesel out. to And Vin Diesel got to announce the game of the year this year, which they were talking about. I'm pretty sure Michelle, Regr- Michelle Rodriguez actually pronounced Tekken wrong. I think she said Tekken, but I think it's Tekken. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting. And then we get to the game of the year, which ended up being... Uh, something I did not see coming, which was Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which if anyone knows what that is, it's a Souls-like game. Um, it requires precision, combat, and it requires you to think on your feet. And this beat Super Smash Brothers for Game of the Year, which is mind-blowing to me because I have zero interest in playing that game. I will probably never play that game unless it goes on really crazy good sale, and I probably won't even ever finish it because... I've played, you know, Souls-like games before, and, you know, the only one that I'm really super interested in playing right now is uh, the new Jedi Fallen Order game, and I don't even have time to do that, so it just blew my mind that a game as so unifying as Super Smash Bros. was beat out by a game that's so targeted at a specific group of gamers, so I don't know. I could be wrong. I, you know, I, I, I'm just... I'm a little disappointed that after the Game of the Year award was given out, we didn't get anything else. Like, we got nothing else. I thought there would be some kind of crazy, super cool, like, hype moment that was like, okay, yeah, but one more thing. And we didn't get anything like that. So overall, you know, I, I, looked the, I look forward to the Game Awards every year. I will be watching next year's Game Awards. Like, you don't have to think I'm serious on what I said at the beginning of the video. I'm more just upset that... It just seemed kind of lackluster this year, and the game announcements weren't nearly as cool as I wanted them to be. I thought they were really going to bring the big guns, and I feel like maybe the studios that own those titles were a little more reserved and maybe wanted to use different platforms to announce those games. So, But anyways, did you watch it? Because I would love to know what you think. I would love to know your reactions on these things, and uh, I mean, I don't want to necessarily want to argue about it, but I definitely want to know what you think, so... As always, thank you for preparing yourself for a plethora of hot takes and potentially unpopular opinions. I am Gabriel Fast. I will always be the wannabe critic. Ah!